0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Guyao Now Show. I'm Bob McIntosh. And on today's episode, I have my friend Lisa. And Lisa is a treasure trove of information. She's gone on a crazy journey. She's going to share how um, she was 75 days sober, and I'm trying to ply her with drinks at a bar and an (laughs) all-inclusive resort. And what that meant for her why she was there and the transformation that happened since then to leading from that point in time a few years ago to where we are today she's a wealth of great information about mindset about changing negative thoughts we go into a lot of great conversations in this so i cannot wait for you guys to be a part of this episode let's dive in and hear what she has to share Hey everybody! Welcome to another great episode of the Guillaume Now Show. I am your host, of course, Bob McIntosh, and today I am joined by Lisa Manzo. And quick story about how Lisa and I met: We were both in a real estate education. Um, as students, a real estate education company as students, and I was one of the teachers for an internet marketing class. She was actually in my group. And then, uh, you know, we connected a little bit there. Of course, whenever you're like teaching or on stage, you don't always have, unfortunately, the opportunity to connect with everyone at a very deep level, just because I believe at that class, we probably had close to 100 people there. So it's just difficult in yeah, yes. a few days to connect deeply. But I was able to, um, fortunately, actually reconnect with her at an event down in Cancun for real estate investors, and um, actually, it's it's really interesting. I remember we we're sitting there, and it's it's one of these like all inclusive resorts, and I'm gonna let her tell more of her story in a second, but. Right, well, this all-inclusive resort, and uh, I was kind of like, "Hey, like, we gotta get you a drink." No, no, and she's like, "No, no, I'm good." Like, it's like, "No, like, you're here." Like, let's grab a drink. And she's like, "No, like, I'm, I'm, I've been sober," and I forget for how long at that point you had been. But you know, I was like, "Oh, I didn't realize that." And um, the reason that that story sticks in my head specifically is that. You know here's an individual who has chosen to come to an all-inclusive resort with something that she has struggled with in her life and is, is working actively i would imagine every single day um, it takes practice and repetition and the mindset um, to say no i'm going to go to a place where alcohol is abundant, but I'm choosing not to, but it's important enough for me to, to go and be with the right kind of people, get the right kind of information and knowledge. And, um, that story for me, that experience rather for me really stuck with me because it's like, man, here's someone who as the show says has gotten out of their own way and said, I'm okay to, to go do something that might be difficult for others because I know it's going to help me. And so, and, and I'll let her tell more of her story. There's a whole lot more to it. We actually ended up having a, I don't know, what was it, Lisa? Like Probably like a two-hour conversation, maybe longer. Um, Maybe. (laughs) um, I kind of lost track of time, to be honest, which is always when you know you're having a great conversation. And so uh, she actually reached out to me and said, hey, like I'd love to be on your show. And I was like, oh, my gosh, yes, this is perfect. So here we are. Lisa, say hello, and uh, thank you for being on.
1: Hi, Bob. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here because, um, as I said when I... Contacted you. I have clearly gotten out of my own way.
0: One hundred percent. So, um, tell everyone just a little bit about who you are, what you do, and then um, I'd, I'd like to, if you're good, like kind of start in with the story of where you started, and we'll work our way to where you got to today, and how you got on your own way along the along the journey.
1: Sure. So, um, I'm a mindset guide, and I say guide as opposed to coach because I can only guide you. You have to make your own choices. I can steer you in the right direction. Um, a coach says, do this, do this, do this. But the mindset guide is a little different because you have to go through a lot of um, of the crap to get to the other side. And some people aren't genuinely ready for that. And I just it's a little easier and a softer way to say it. And I help people get through all their past, like people that blame stuff on their childhood or this happened or whatever trauma happened to you. And I have tools to help people get past that and move on to live the life they were they want to live.
0: The one they were destined to live.
1: Destined, yes, that's absolutely live life on their terms.
0: Perfect, perfect. Okay, so you know, let's let's start with your journey. I, and I know, again, you've shared your story with me, but for everyone listening or watching, they obviously don't know that. So, um, I guess I'll so, let you start where you think the best place is.
1: I'll start uh, in 2017. I left New York because I wanted to stop drinking and knew I was never going to stop while I was there. I moved to North Carolina. And about a year later, I actually stopped drinking. Then I was scheduled for that tab retreat where I met Bob again, where we reconnected and we had that great conversation. I was about 75 days sober and and I'm walking around and I'm like, I don't want to go back to my room. I just I want to go talk to people. That's what I came here for. And then I looked in the bar and I'm like, well, I can't sit at the bar because I can't look at the liquor. At that, I just know I can't do that. And then I saw Bob in the back and I'm like, Oh, I could sit right here and I can have my back to the bar and I'm not looking at, it. and I'm looking at this beautiful view of the pool out of the back of the restaurant. And I'm like, I can do that. And I sat there and I, and I started the conversation started and we we were talking and you offered me a drink. And then finally I, and you were probably the first person, one of the few first few people I did. Well, uh, I'm, I'm sober now and I'm not drinking any longer. And and, and he goes, what? and you was like, "Wow!" And you're here. That was your exact response. <laughs> "Wow!" And you're here. And I said, "Yes, I'm here because this is important, and I need I need to learn, and I'm gonna make a lot of great connections here. But more importantly, I need this is gonna happen eventually. I'm gonna come into contact with liquor. So might as well get it over with now, so I know how to deal with it when. And I also had sent my intention going to that trip that it was going to be all fine. And I actually connected with a woman who didn't drink at all. And we spent most of the time together. So that worked out perfectly. Awesome. It really who, who well. Would've,
0: who would have knew? And, like, just, just for context, everybody, like, this event, it wasn't that this event was based around alcohol or drinking. It just happened no. to be that it was an all-inclusive resort. So it's there. It's it's readily available. It's everywhere. So that – and and like she said, that to me, like, that that's – so – just a quick side story. I'm actually going through a challenge right now called the 75 hard. And part of the challenge is no drinking for 75 days. And for me, um, it's, you know, it's not that like, hey, like, you know, I'd have like a beer or two at nighttime. That's like kind of been a standard practice for a long time. And, you know, maybe it'd be like a week or maybe two that I, I don't for sure. But, um, you know, here we are, I'm at day uh, 13 and, you know, it's, it's a challenge, you know, it's, it's hard to, um, to, to, to make a change, especially when it's, it's everywhere. And so, I have an unbelievable amount of respect for anyone that can do what you did and show up at a place where it's so readily available and doing. And and again, I think that that's what that's what really prompted me to stay with that conversation for as long as it was. Was just man, like that's a that's a challenge right there. And, and so you know, I again, more power to you and much more respect, but sorry, side story, but get back. It's okay. So you're here, you know, you know it's important that you want to get this information. You want to connect with the right people. Um, I love that you didn't just hide in your room because that would have been what I think a lot of people would have chosen to do. So keep, keep going.
1: Right. So I, I the event was fabulous. I, I enjoyed the education and the knowledge and I went back for the next one and it was absolutely great. And then I realized that besides this business education, I really need to, 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 learn a little bit more about self-development and helping myself and get rid of this negative self-talk that was still in my brain. And I did some, I did a little research. I got a coach or a guide, whatever you want to call it. And um, I had some people help me and just slowly shifting from that, that really negative self-talk to the positivity and that I can do it and I can overcome anything. And I just been moving slowly. And what I come to learn in the last In the last year i'm sober two years now so in the last two years was that i didn't get there i didn't get there quickly so i'm not going to get out of this quickly i need to be patient with myself i need to be patient with what comes my way and have my mind open to things and and embrace it and say and anything that that's triggering me like i have an aversion to i know i need to go towards it and figure out what's what i why i'm i don't want to do it because Usually that means I have something to learn there, and that's what I do now. And I have had, and I have Bob's book, "Get Out of Your Own Way," and it was clearly very helpful. See, I got my tabs here of, <laughs> of the parts on the book so that are really for every, good. For everybody,
0: everybody listening, she's got the book and she's holding it up, and she's got little tabs of things that were important to her sticking out of the book. And so, just wanted to, so, so for all, all those who are not watching the video, know. Oh, okay, this is what we're talking about. It's perfect. I love it. I love it.
1: Yeah, and um, so it, it's a slow process, but it's a process. Cause, and the key thing here is to look back every—not all every day, but like every few months—look back and see how far you've come. Because I've come so far in the last two years, and I have my picture from when I started because I took a picture when I started, and I look younger now, three years later, than I did been and I'm so much happier and it just radiates off me and I just see the positive in everything. I let go of my judgments and if somebody's having a bad day and they're yelling or whatever, I'm like, well, you know, that's that's their journey and hopefully it'll get better for them and I don't need to take on that and I can just keep going, see if I can give them a little joy in their life. Sometimes I can, sometimes I can't.
0: And that's that's perfect. So you, you're going on this journey. Um, yeah. I, I want to go back real quick. So sure. you, you, you left. So this would have been about two years ago, a little over two years ago. You left uh, New York. Um, why? Why did you you know leave New York? New York. What was the reasoning behind that for you?
1: So I, I knew that I needed to, I was never going to be able to stop going to those places, you know, people, places and things they say. And I needed to change my friends because I had the, my drinking friends, but I needed to make friends who weren't drinking or weren't drinking as much as I was drinking. And I knew that I wasn't powerful enough to do it and stay in New York. I needed to pick up and and go to a new place and and not find places so when i got to north carolina i didn't find any new bars to go to i deliberately didn't do that and then i made new friends and i made friends at work and i made friends with people and if we made plans we had we went out for breakfast or we went out for lunch we didn't go to the bar to drink so i started doing different things in order to change my life and when i was in new york Everything was just so familiar, and and I'm like, I'd be passing a place, and I know I eventually I would give in because you can only avoid for so long. I mean, you can only resist for so long. Avoiding is easier, so if it's not in front of me and I'm in another state, that 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 option's off the table.
0: Makes sense, makes sense. So, do you contribute that decision to leave? Um, you know, for I think for a lot of people. Um, making a decision to leave and to get out of that, and I mean, did you know anyone in North Carolina when you went there, or was it totally a total foreign environment?
1: I didn't know a soul.
0: <laughs> even better, even better. When I the first when I left college and I moved to Chicago, which is actually where I happened to be right the second, um, I didn't know anybody here, and everyone's like, "Wait, you went someplace and you didn't know anybody there?" I was like, "Like, no family, no friends." I was like, "Nope, I had never even been to Chicago prior to that." So I think there's there's power in that. Um,
1: I will say though that my son was in the military when in North Carolina, but he was deployed most of the time that I was there. So, and I, I live four hours from him. So really I didn't know anybody.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's close, but not close enough. Right. <laughs> um, okay. So, so you, you make this decision, you know, what was your mindset at the time of making this decision to move? And obviously I, I get that, Hey, you know, like, I know I need to leave this, um, but like, were you scared? Was it more empowered? Cause you knew you had to do this. Like, walk me through like, what were you feeling at the time of that decision?
1: Okay, so I've always wanted to leave New York forever. And I wanted to leave for the longest time and I'm like, and I just wanted to one day just start over and put my stuff and leave. And I got rid of all my furniture. The only thing I really kept was my clothes and start over, buy all new things. And it was super exciting to me because it was something I'd been dreaming about for years that I always wanted to do. So now I could cross it off my bucket list. And it was just a dream of mine. So there was no anxiety for it because I'm an extrovert and I, I'm i not shy and I have no problems making friends. So I'm like, oh, I'll make plenty of friends. It'll take me time, but I'll be just fine.
0: <laughs> That's <laughs> perfect. And, and I, I'm sure it's funny. I. For a long time, I was very, very introverted. Um, I've become more extroverted as time goes on, especially from being on stages and things like that. But I know, you know, it's, it can it can be it can be a scary thing for some people to to make that leap. So I'm glad for you it wasn't, because I imagine if it was, um, it would have made staying even easier in some cases.
1: Oh, definitely. I, and you know, I did have that momentary thought was maybe I should stay. And I had a good enough friend that said to me, you can't stay. You've been talking about this for years. You have to go. I don't want you to go, but get out of New York.
0: (laughs) That's good. Good, good friends are always, always a helpful thing. Okay. So you make this move, you get down to North Carolina. Um, and then part of what you were saying before was you wanted to start shifting some of those negative thought patterns into positive thought patterns. So, what have you done along that line? Was it was it a moment in time that you realized, "Oh my gosh, I need to make this shift," or was it like a series of decisions where can you look back and you go, "Wow, I made a whole lot of, you know, I had a whole lot of negative thoughts, and so now I need to make this shift."
1: Okay, so when I was making it, actually during the process, so I got to North Carolina, and I'm like okay, what can I do that's different that I've never done before? And I start educating myself about real estate. I've always found real estate interesting. And there's so many free seminars on the weekends. And I'm like, Oh, and I just start going to them just for the education piece. Then I end up joining one and I did join one and it works. I followed the program. It works. I, and I realized this, this, this wasn't my passion. And I, I, you know, I gave that up and then, Because of that and the education, my mind had opened to so many other things. And through the real estate education, I was connected to um, a self-development coach, a personal development coach that had a seminar. And then I that's when I started on my personal development change. And still, I didn't realize that my thoughts were so negative. I didn't realize how negative my thoughts are until I actually got out of it. I knew I was making progress and different coaches along the way would would suggest different different things to me and the biggest shift for me came about a year ago or maybe a little bit more when my my coach Lisa she said to me I want you to do a self-love challenge for 30 days I'm like what what is that I have no idea what that is what are you talking about she says well at the end of every day I want you to write down three ways while you sure how you showed yourself some self-love I'm like huh (laughs) I'm like, huh? I've never done that before in my life. Um, So you're going to have to tell them what you're talking about. And she goes, so she explained to me, so if you, so say you're in the house and you spill something on the floor, instead of saying, oh, you stupid idiot, you say, oh, it's just part of life and clean it up and move on. So you show yourself some kindness. Or if you're really tired, go take a nap and don't beat yourself up because you took a nap and you didn't work on your business that day or that for those two hours that you took a nap. Just show yourself some kindness. Oh, I went out for a walk today. So, And it could be any little thing, or it can be a big thing. So I did that for 30 days and it really shifted my mind because I started to feel really good about myself and I started, oh, I'm not a bad person. I just have all these negative thoughts in my head and they need to go. And I've continued with the self-love and 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 the self-love challenge and I have my own my own group on Facebook and we just completed a 30 day self-love challenge and and it was awesome. And and the different things that people did. And now I have a whole list of resources that, hey, if I want to show myself some self-love, I can just take out my list and say, oh, I'm going to do that today.
0: Okay. So do you write these things down or do you reflect on them at the end of the day or do you like take note of them as they're happening like how would if someone if someone listening or watching right now wanted to do this how how could they tackle something like that?
1: Well, I take notes. So okay. here's my here's my list of how to sell this little hearts there. How to show self-love. And I, I um we did the challenge and I I would post every day what I did for my own self-love and then I'd encourage my group to to post what they're doing because they're going to have different ideas from me. So I had 30 things on my list. And then with all the people posting, I have about 90 now because they have ideas that I hadn't thought of. I'm like, Oh, that would be kind of cool to do. And so it's always better to build with a community and work together on something. So I started the process and people joined in and it, it, it turned out to be really fabulous.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay. So you're, you're making this mindset shift. You, you know, you're doing the self love challenge and it starts shifting you. Um, Let's, let me go back a little bit to, so you said a coach recommended this to you when, you know, obviously for a lot of people, you know, they think, oh, I don't need a coach. I don't need someone else to show me how. I can go watch a YouTube video and learn how to do this. Or I can, you know, join a free Facebook group and I'll have everything I ever need. So what did it take to sort of get out of your own way and say, no, I'm gonna need to hire someone, a coach to show me how to go do this.
1: Well, I've been trying to do it my own way for 55 years and it wasn't working. So clearly (laughs) I needed some help. I was like, if I'm doing the same thing and it's not working, it's time to try something new. And if that's somebody else, because, Think about this. I can see like if you talk to me and you have a problem, I can see 10 or 15 solutions, but put myself in your shoes. I can't see any. So I need the objective person to come in and let me tell them what's going on. And they say, well, you have this option, this option and that option, because when I'm in my own crap, I can't see my options.
0: Totally makes sense. Yeah. And I I, I agree. There's been plenty of times when I'm like, you know, someone says like the simplest little thing. I'm like, oh man, how did I not see that? Like, that's so exactly. simple. But yeah, perfect. Okay. So you start making this shift in, in mindset, uh, habits, um, and, you know, self love. And sort of w- what happened next? Like, where did you go from there? Obviously, you know, you're, I know you're still on the journey, but, you know, what was like, what did you like? Did you notice more about yourself? Like, what was the next step in your journey here?
1: Well, oh, first of all, I'm always going to be on the journey because we we never actually get there. And um, so then I decided to figure out which modality was going to help me the best in in moving me forward. I mean, there's hypnosis, there's NLP, um, there's a lot of there's um, physical challenges that that um, you know. Some, for some people a physical challenge is the be all end all and changes everything for them. But I was very physical as a child and I, I tried everything and anything I possibly could, at, at, you know, um, like climbing rocks and anything. And I, I never shy away from a physical challenge, maybe jumping off a cliff. I might shy away from that one, <laughs> but, but I never shy away from a physical challenge. So for me it was the mental, the mental that I needed to change. And I, I'm, and I kept finding And it's not a one, You, for me, it wasn't find one coach and everything's going to be completely different for you. So I found on, I found, um, how to meditate, which I couldn't even sit without a TV on without background noise a year ago. I couldn't, I couldn't be with myself. I hated being with myself and being in the silence. And now it's, so much time later. I really enjoy being in the silence in my own mind and listening to my own thoughts because they're positive now And and I get such awesome ideas from it. Just just sitting in the silence so there's meditating and there's exercising which gives another form of of Building up the body so the body and the mind the spirit it all works together You have to work on all of it at, together in in order to really have the full picture it's not um, it's not just work on the mental. It's it's everything. And like you said, uh, that seventy five hard ja- challenge you're on. I'm on day four.
0: There you go. And and how how are you feeling so far? Is it is it hard?
1: Uh yeah, I'm in Vegas. It's 106 degrees outside. I gotta go work out outside. <laughs> and, and the other day I, 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 I,
0: I, I picked I, summer, thinking, oh, summer would be a great. It'd be nice and easy. It'd be warm outside. And I was like, oh right, it's like hot and sticky and muggy. So it's like, uh. Oh, oh, well.
1: And, and the it. other day I got up too late to go in the morning and I have to do two workouts and I was going to be busy later. I'm like, "Oh god." So I got an umbrella out and I walked with an umbrella so I was in the shade. And I did a base face- <laughs> I did a Facebook live on it. I'm like, "Here I am finding a way to get my exercise in on my 75 day hard challenge because I'm going to do it and there are no excuses."
0: 100%. I love it. Okay, so you make, you you know, you make the shift, you hire the coach, you you start going that direction. Um, sort of, how, how do you, how do you jump from, hey, you know, I was doing some real estate stuff to now being, you know, a mindset guy? What, what you know, what was that decision? Um, I guess we'll start there and I'll probably have some more questions.
1: So the decision was that I needed to really get out of my own way, as the show says, and It was all up here. So it was all about my mindset and it had such a profound effect on me doing my mindset that I wanted to help other people in the same way that this mindset change has helped me and make that transformation because I'm happier than I've ever been. I'm living my life on my terms and now I have paying clients who want what I have and I want to give them what I have because it's really important because it makes people so happy and the breakthroughs that people have are so amazing. I I had a breakthrough with a client last week and he was like, "Oh my god, I can be free of of this memory now because it really it was so distorted in his mind. We're able to actually frame it and then he had nothing to really do with this bad memory and he was able to let it go." It's awesome.
0: That's that's great. So let me let me ask you this. You know, um, if someone else is experiencing, you know, negative thoughts, um, you gave an example of like, hey, like I spilled something and I'm like, oh, you're a stupid idiot. What are what other um, examples have you seen out there of negative thoughts? And, and the reason I ask this is because I think for a lot of people. Um, we our self talk is negative, but we don't even realize that it is. And then even yes. if we start to realize it, sometimes we think something that is negative isn't, or we convince ourselves that it's not. And so I'd love some some examples so that anyone listening or watching this can go, oh man, like I've caught myself saying that to myself. Maybe I need to reexamine where I'm at.
1: Okay, so about a month ago, I was going to be a guest speaker on a Zoom on a Zoom show talking about mindset and how I changed my mindset. And everything that could go wrong went wrong. the The speakers on my computer stopped working. I had to get out um, my iPad, and with you know, with an iPad, the camera's in a weird spot, and you look like you you look like you're turned away the whole time. <laughs> and and I, I'm playing with this, and I'm just. I just keep going. And I'm like, I don't care what I do. You're not stopping me. And I'm not going to have any negative self-talk because this is just part of life. It happens. I'm going to keep going. And this is a moment in time that I'm having, I'm struggling and it's a little bit difficult. But once this is over and I overcame it and I did it, I'm going to be just so happy. And I I have any negative thoughts at that time. I was a little frustrated with with the electronics, but I didn't let myself go to that negative place where six or eight months ago I would have been saying, oh, what's wrong with you? You can't do anything right. Um, why can't you get this together? This is so easy and uh, you're dumb. I would have had all those thoughts and and I didn't let myself go there. I refused to let myself go there and I overcame it. And uh, I was so happy at the end of it and it was done. It wasn't was it was it pretty but it was done
0: it, it never will be okay so um you know do, do you think people have you know aside from like beating themselves up are other negative thoughts like you know can it be negative thoughts externally focused so like oh that person's an idiot or they're stupid is that the same idea or is that different
1: no that's actually the same idea so so sometimes when you see somebody and you say oh that person's an idiot Consider what you're thinking. They're an idiot about, and are you doing the same thing? Because one of the terms in a in um in in the um program that I'm in, you know, the, the anonymous program that I'm in, is that if you spot it, you got it. So if you're getting that upset about it, there's something there you need to learn from that person and go figure it out go towards it instead of running away from it and figure out what you need to learn there because there's a lesson and you're going to keep getting that lesson over and over and over until you learn it.
0: <laughs> That's so true. I, I went through a, like a personal development uh, course and that was one of the biggest things they always said is if you spot it, you got it. And so, um, you know, there'd be times where we'd be sitting there and they're like, you know, be like you'd say something and be like, like they, they already know what I'm going to say. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, awesome. Oh, so- here's
1: another tip for you yeah. you just said it the i know thing is okay but you can't say i know to everybody because then your brain shuts down and you stop learning mm. instead of saying i know you need to say i'll consider it. it has the same effect as i know it stops the conversation which usually that's what the person intends you say i know and you want to because sh- you want them to shut up so instead of saying i know say i'll consider it or I need to give that some thought has the same exact effect. And then your brain still works on it.
0: Very cool. So I'll consider it. All right. That's perfect. What I mean, um, let me ask you this then. So that actually this, this brings up a good question when you spot these negative thoughts happening. Cause uh, I, so there was a, there was a, a Tony Robbins event. I was uh, like a virtual event that I was on recently. And you know, he, he talks about a lot about it, some self love and he talks a little bit about um, you know, living your exceptional life. And he said, you can't even begin to live your exceptional life until you spot where you're not doing that in the first place. Okay. And very, very, very similar to the idea of like you can't stop negative thoughts until you realize you're even having the negative thoughts. And so for anyone who's listening, who maybe is just beginning their journey of saying, oh, maybe I do have some negative thoughts. Maybe they've heard a couple of things that you've shared so far, Lisa. And they said, hey, like that, that sounds a lot like me um is it is it a matter of replacing that thought with a positive thought is it a matter of uh, like what would you what would you tell someone who's just like literally maybe this is the first time they've ever thought about their thoughts and the process they're having and so they may not even all the time catch that they're having negative thoughts how can they reinforce for themselves to continue to catch it and hopefully make that shift moving forward
1: Okay, so awareness is the key to change. So the fact that they're aware of it is a start. And then when they ha- whenever you have a negative thought, you need to replace it with three positive thoughts, because okay. three, because you're you need to dig a new trench, and that negative that negative thought pattern is pretty deep. So you need to reinforce three positives every time you 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 feel yourself making a, having a negative thought. You want to rephrase it, because you'll dig a new trench. It takes time. And I still say negative things. I catch myself and I just reframe it. And I say, okay, what's the good in this? Or what's the lesson in this? And let me say three positive things that will override that negative thought I have. It's not one for one, it's three positives to one negative.
0: All right, so when you're reframing the positive thought, are you reframing the negative thought in a positive way three times? Or are you doing it one time and then having two other positive thoughts? Do you just throw three any any random three positive thoughts at it? Like what what would you say would work the best?
1: I think that um it related to that specific incident, you want to do three positive thoughts on the specific incident that had happened. Like, okay, I spilled something on the floor. And I say, oh, you idiot. Oh, no. You know, you spilled something on the floor. This is part of life. Oh, you spilled something on the floor. Remember the kids? You wouldn't, you would, you would just laugh at that. Oh, okay. This is funny. Let, 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 let me just keep going.
0: Okay. Um, and do you say these out loud or do you say them in your mind?
1: I always talk to myself out loud. <laughs> And I think it's a personal journey. I talk to myself and I like to hear it because it involves another sense. Like if you're just thinking it, it's one sense. But if you're you're saying it now, your mouth is involved and then you're hearing it. So you're involving three senses. It's more, it gets in better the more senses that you use.
0: Okay. Makes a lot of sense. Perfect. Um. Okay. So I know I want to go maybe forward a little bit. I know you're in, in Vegas now. Are, are you living in Vegas permanently? Did you make another shift? Like, hey, I'm just going to go crazy and go to Vegas? Oh, or
1: You're going to love this one. This one is good. I didn't even have a place to live when I got here. North Carolina, I had a place to live. This time, <laughs> I just took everything and I threw it in my car and I drove to, I drove to Vegas and then found a place to live.
0: That oh, was awesome.
1: even better than going to North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> even better.
0: Nice. And are you, are you, I mean, okay, so you've now twice just up and moved. Um, for me, you know, there, there's, there's a lot of, for a lot of people that'd be, there'd be some concerns there. And I know you said that, you know, you're, you're fairly extroverted. So you don't have an, you, you've never felt an issue that you need to make friends. Um, what was the, you know, what was the mindset behind this second move? Um, was it person motivated, mindset motivated? What was the reason there?
1: Okay, so North Carolina really wasn't doing it for me. It was a nice place. I'm a New Yorker. It's a little too slow for me. I grew up in the city. It was a nice place to go and start my recovery. And, and then I went to Vegas about a year and a half ago, and I'd never been to Vegas before, and I walked out of the airport, and I got this overwhelming screaming voice in my head saying, you have to move here. You have to move here. So wow. I did.
0: By the way, I totally get that. I, same thing happened to me when I went to to Los Angeles. I like I, I got back and and I actually didn't. I wasn't aware enough of my own thought patterns. I think at that point in time to realize what was happening. But looking back now, I think I am. And it was like there was just. I said there was this energy like that just said you need to be there. That's where you need to go. Um, and so yeah, I, I I totally get that. And I think whenever whenever that happens, if you're listening or watching this and you you have that experience, listen to it. Um, don't fight it. I (laughs) had
1: that experience when I was 10 years old. So I knew exactly what it was like when we went to I lived in Queens and we went to Westchester County, which is a couple of counties up and we went to visit somebody and I'm like, and I was just looking around and I'm like, wow, I'm going to live here one day. And I ended up (laughs) living there for 25 years. I just knew exactly what that feeling was when I got to Vegas. I'm like, okay, I'm going.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. So you're there, you know, you're, you're a mindset guide Now you're helping people on the journey. Um, do you ever feel like you're empathic? Like you're taking on theirs or is it more just, Hey, I know I've gone through the work I've done some, or, and, and continue to do the work. Um, and so I want to help people on the journey. Um, I'm, I'm curious for you. Cause I know a lot of um, coaches, guides, people that get into the mindset and uh, maybe even life coaching spaces oftentimes tend to be very empathic because they can connect with people at that level. So do you find yourself being there or not really?
1: I'm very empathic. Um, I'll, I'll have think, thoughts just pop into my head randomly and then I'll ask the, co- the client about it and I'm like, well, you know, my intuition is telling me this. How does that feel for you and that we should go in this direction? And it's always right. And then there are times when I have no feeling either way, and then that's when I know I need to defer to the client. I'm like, I'm thinking we should do this or this, and I can't decide. What's your, what's you, which way are we going here? And then I let the client decide. But if I have this thought in my head that, oh no, absolutely, we need to go this way, I try to, I, I let them know that um, this is what my intuition is saying for me, and you're paying me to be your. Your guide and help you, and this is what I'm saying. If you decline to go down this route, we can go down the way you want. And this is what my intuition says to me, Perfect. and I've learned ways to protect myself from from taking on other people's feelings I, and energy. So
0: I want to know that um, before I before I get there, real quick. Something I realized: um, not everyone might know what empathic is or being empathic. So, just from your own, as from your words, how would you describe that to someone who might not know what that is?
1: So there are different kinds of empaths, but I can actually feel other people's emotions. I can feel people's, I can feel people's frustration. I can feel their anxiety. I can feel their discomfort and, and I can take it on at times if I'm, if I'm not aware of, if I'm not aware of it. And I realize that as a child, I used to take on the whole family's, um, energy. And like when somebody was worrying about it, they had to take me to the doctor as a child because, um, my stomach was always upset because I was always worrying about the adult issues. And, um, I've learned to limit that.
0: <laughs> Perfect. So, so what are some ways? Cause I, I know, I know a number of people that, that, that are empathic and I know sometimes, or, um, either are empathic and are struggling with it, or, uh, I, there's, a a number of people and, and my business partner Gigi for example is one who didn't even know what that was and she's just starting now on her journey of realizing that that's probably who she is so um I know what are some some tips or tricks um and I and by the way even if you're listening or watching this and you're you like, well, I'm not that. I still think being aware that someone is creates awareness yeah. for us on how what are we projecting or how are we portraying ourselves. But also more importantly, I think to some extent, a lot of us are empathic. We may be good at blocking it, but we can oftentimes feel other people's emotions. So if we're more aware of that and we have tools to handle it, I think it creates the opportunity for us to be better people, better entrepreneurs, better in any aspect of life. So what are some things that you've done to help yourself? I'll say manage that.
1: So the, the biggest thing that I've done is you see how we're face to face here, mm-hmm. right? So, but we're, we're giving each other positive energy. There's no, neg- there's, it, we're a negative free here. So in the event that I'm, I'm doing something with somebody who's giving me and unloading, I, I have to go like this. So their energy goes past me.
0: Okay. And so for everyone listening, what she did is she moved her, he moved her camera in this case so that she was off to the side. So the center of my energy was flowing past her. So just for those, for those who aren't watching.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So the center of the, so that, that energy moves past me. So I don't have to absorb that energy. And then uh, um, there's other things you can do. Like sometimes I visualize myself putting on a rubber suit before I, if I'm going to go into some someplace um, particularly that I know is ha- is draining for me. I'll visualize myself putting on a rubber suit. So their emotions bounce off me. Or I'll put on an essential oil that will be soothing and calming. Okay. There's plenty of things out there and there's plenty of things to do. Um, we can talk about this for hours, but those are three really, <laughs> those are my three top things I do.
0: Perfect. Perfect. And like I said, I think for everyone just being aware of that, sometimes we're good. And especially if you dive into the personal development space, the mindset space, there's, you know, mindset is, I would, I would argue primarily emotional based emotions might be creating the logic thoughts or patterns that you're doing, but almost always, at least in my experience, it's been very, an emotional based situation that, that caused it to have, have whatever mindset you're having. Would, would you, is that a fair assumption? Do you think I won't carry my own, my own learning, I guess.
1: So, um, 96% of the brain is unconscious and 4% is the conscious mind. The unconscious mind run, runs, runs it. Could I ever do something and you say, I have no idea why you, I did that. That's mm-hmm. because your unconscious mind is in control. Your conscious mind's not in control. So you need to deal, we need to deal with our trauma and our emotions cause we store emotions in our body and, and we need to release them and you experiencing them in order to let them go. Because as children, we get, this happens usually between the time from zero to seven. And because maybe we had parents that didn't weren't great communicators. And I'm not saying you have, you know, you can have trauma just because your parents didn't know how to communicate to you the, why you couldn't have something that creates trauma. You start in the body, you get angry and you don't remember that, you know, that kid that's three years old and stomps his feet. Well, he never learned how to, deal with his anger. So now he gets crazy and road rage. And that's that three-year-old coming back out because nobody ever taught him how to deal with his emotions.
0: Hmm. Interesting. So if I could paraphrase what you just said there, because just to make sure that I understand, I want to make sure that everyone else listening and watching does too. um, Your trauma is your trauma. You might've had a great childhood. Maybe even you have great parents. They were loving and kind. But, um, and, and so, you can't compare your trauma to someone else's just because it's yours. And it may not be as bad as somebody else's, but for you and your world and your experiences, it was that for you. Is, is that a fair assumption? Or that's fair
1: exactly point? it. Exactly. Yeah.
0: And I think that's huge. And actually it's funny because I just talked about this on the last episode. You know, we, we talk about as entrepreneurs, sometimes we, we uh, and I've had this conversation with a number of people. We look at those who are very, very successful. And a lot of them have gone through, some sort of extreme trauma or down phase or financial ruin or something like, you know, like, you know, I look at someone like uh, Eric Thomas and, you know, number one motivational speaker of the world, like you Google his name and he comes up before Tony Robbins and all these other people. And it's like, he's like, yeah, I was like, I was eating trash. and I'm like, I've never had to eat. Like my life has never, ever been bad enough that I've needed to eat trash to survive. And so sometimes I think we get caught up in this comparison game of, oh, well, my life wasn't as bad. Therefore, my success can't be as great. And I I think, you know, and so whatever your trauma is for you, from what I'm hearing, Lisa, that's yours. Own it. It may not be as bad as other people's. It may be worse than some, but it's yours and you get to own that space and work on it yourself.
1: Right. And it still has to come out of your head, even if you, and this comparison thing doesn't work. I mean, this is your journey. You're not, You're not on somebody else's journey. So if it's trauma for you, it's trauma for you. It doesn't matter what anybody else's is, it's yours. You have to get rid of it.
0: Perfect. Perfect. And I think that makes a lot of sense, right, too. So, um, where would you suggest um, so if someone's listening or watching this right now and they're just getting started, maybe they're just realizing man, i I, I got some negative thoughts Lisa so you you, you you sparked it and I started realizing and reflecting um, if they haven't done their personal development journey, where would be a great place for someone to start to say okay i'm gonna I'm gonna work on my mindset and, and go forward?
1: Well, um I like uh, Brene Brown's book Men, Women, and Worthlessness because for me, I didn't have a bad childhood, I no you know, nothing extreme. I just had these really, really negative thoughts and I couldn't understand why. And then I read that book and she explained it to me perfectly that um it's as a child that it's considered trauma and I took it on as trauma and I need to get rid of it. And it explains exactly how I got to Thinking the way I was thinking, and the fact that I finally found somebody who understood how I was feeling was the biggest turning point for me ever. Because I thought I was alone when we're never really alone, but that was in my that was in my head. I was alone, and once I understood that I wasn't alone, and there was a reason I felt that way, it, I wasn't crazy. It just made the biggest change for me. So her book was huge for me.
0: And what what was the name of the book again?
1: It's it's Brene Brown's book. Men, women, and worthlessness.
0: Men, women, and worthlessness. Perfect. So if you guys are listening or watching, of course, we'll link that up in the show notes so that you uh, can can go grab that. Um, Perfect. Well, um, Lisa, this has been a great conversation. And you know, I know more or less, really, this started from a a conversation at the back of a bar, looking out over a beautiful pool in in Mexico. So I truly appreciate you taking the time to be on and be here with us. Where can um, anyone who might want to connect with you or talk with you some more find you?
1: So, uh, I, my, I have a website which is a work in progress right now, but it's thephoenixmind.com. And my email address is lisa at thephoenixmind.com. And if you want to reach out, I'd love to hear from you through text. It's 914 980 1593. Love to hear from you.
0: Perfect. Perfect. And, guys, if, if you, uh, I, I can't recommend enough and, you know, just in the, in the years that I've known Lisa, she's always been a great friend and a great communicator w- about what's going on in her journey. So uh, definitely take take the advantage of that and not very many people would share, share their number <laughs> so readily out there. So I appreciate you doing that. Um, perfect. Well. For all of you guys listening, well, not you guys. I keep saying you guys, by the way, and I gotta, I gotta get over that. You know, for all of you amazing folks listening, appreciate each and every one of you for being on. Thank you for giving Lisa your time and attention. I know she's grateful for for being able to uh, capitalize on your, you know, about forty five minutes here. Or so. As always, make sure that you uh, subscribe, rate, and review on whatever platform, whether it's Apple, Google, Spotify, whether it's uh, the YouTube, whichever one it is, we appreciate you guys doing that. Your subscription and review go a long way towards pushing the show out into more hands, and that is the most important thing. This show is here to help people uh, along their journey of getting out of their own way, whether it be in business, their personal life, or anything more, anything more or less than that. And so, the more that you comment, rate, and review this show, the further it goes. So you're gonna to wanna to do that to make sure that you are doing your part to help as many people as possible. Thank you for being on, Lisa. Truly appreciate having you here. And you. we'll see we'll see each of you on another episode real soon. This podcast is sponsored by Three Degrees Consulting. If you need funnels, websites, paid ads management, or help with any of your digital marketing, Three Degrees Consulting is your go to source for everything. Check them out at www.go3dc.com. That's G O, the number three. D is in degrees, C is in consulting.com. Go check them out right now.